Hi everyone, it's Chad Peters here. Thanks for spending a few minutes of your day with me. Our goal, as always, is to improve the healthcare of your patients and your life immediately. You can reach out and connect with me on my webpage, drchadpeters.com, my YouTube channel entitled Chad Knows, and now this podcast. So sit back, get engaged, and let's get ready to learn. All right, great to get started. So this one goes out for my personal trainers, and a lot of you guys know me as like the sports-based chiropractor, therapy, all that stuff. My real passion lies in human performance, and my start was as personal training. So the majority of the lectures that I put on when I go and do seminars, lectures, that kind of stuff, it's built for personal trainers. It's where my heart's at. It's where my passion's at. Very much so is the fact that I have built my entire scope my kind of job and career around this idea of personal training and how that works. And I want to bring that kind of thing to my industry. So this is, uh, this is one that is open to anybody, but I think it should really make a lot of points for personal trainers. And basically what I'm trying to do is concise and condense down one of my lectures that I do, usually at the beginning of the year, or usually every other year that I'll do at different gyms to kind of get their personal trainers motivated as well as kind of give them some clues and some ideas because it's very tough actually having long-term success in this personal training world. It's very easy to get started. It's very easy to get a couple clients and you in this profession, you know, it's not like one of these where you start out at like the 10, $12 like you would at McDonald's. It often starts out with pretty big money. And when you start making 35, 40 bucks an hour on your first job, you start thinking you're pretty good at stuff but it really skews the way you get better. And I'm not just blowing smoke at you guys. I did this for a job. I had a very successful career as a personal trainer and I just kind of modified it into the next thing. But you guys can do this, but there's a better way to do it if you wanna make it long lasting or if you want it more fulfilling. So we'll kind of get into it. This is basically my rules for personal trainers and how to make your life better. Now, I love to work on the 95-5 rule. You guys have heard of the 80-20 rule, but this is a 95-5 rule. And basically what I want is for 5% of the effort and sweat and tears, I get 95% of the results. Basically, I wanna be super efficient. So I don't wanna have to come up with 15 different personal training plans for 15 different styles of of, um, patients and clients 15 different times a week. Like, let's come up with some stuff. Now, you can't go the other way either where you're just a run of a mill guy and no matter who walks into your facility and works with you, you just give them the same treatment. If there's one thing that will absolutely crash your business is take two very different clients and let them see each other getting the exact same workout in. It's, it's a nightmare. It is going to crash you. When you take the meathead muscle guy, the guy that can't wait to bench press 400 pounds and stares in the mirror more than he stares at the weights and you do the exact same workout with the stay-at-home mom who busts her butt all day long and just wants to stay in shape so she looks hot for her 10th reunion and those two see each other getting the same workout, you've just lost two clients on the same day. So let's talk about this. That's what this podcast is about how to become a more efficient and better personal trainer. You guys don't have to agree with all my stuff. I just wanna try to create some thought. I would never ask you to follow my rules. What I'm going to do is try to give you some thought and you can see if you could apply any bits and pieces of this to your life. So my number one rule, specialize. Figure out what you love to do 
what you are the best at and who you are. What makes you an expert at this thing? Are you really good at training high school football players because you played high school football and you understand what it takes? That may or may not be the case. But if that's where your passion is, then start to focus on that. Become that guy. That's what you set out to do, so become that guy. Are you really good at the geriatric crowd? Do you prefer taking Gladys, the grandma, and helping her so she doesn't slip and fall, thereby having some safety and knowing that she's gonna be able to change her life? Many of the women at the geriatric age and the men at the geriatric age have never lifted a weight in their life. You let them enjoy the gym and you've just changed their life. But when those two personal trainers clash and they're seeing football players at 5 p.m. at the gym and seeing the geriatric crowd at 6 p.m. at the gym, it's a lot of extra effort and a lot of extra work. It takes effort just to switch your brain back on to go between the two. Now, the 95-5 rule goes the other way too. I want 5% PETA patients. PETA, P-I-T-A, as in pain in the ass. I only want 5% of those. And if I'm hopping from 10 different types of client, I'm going to have more than 5%. Now guys, I speak from really good experience here because my profession, my career, is no longer a personal trainer. I'm now a sports-based chiropractor. And as a chiropractor, a lot of different types of clients come in. I don't take workman's comp. I don't take car accidents. I don't take things that come from personal injury attorneys. And it's not that I don't believe in any of their cases. It's that those are an absolute pain for me. That's not what I'm the best at. That's what I could maybe do. I could scrap through it. I'm not into long, drawn-out cases with incredible documentation that shows after 15 visits with me, I've increased their range of motion to their shoulder two degrees and their pain level has gone from a nine to an eight. It's not what I do. I want results now, as in in two or three days. So those cases just crush me. They keep me up at night and they make me crazy and they give me ulcers. So I get rid of them. I'm turning a lot of money away when I do it. But that's okay, because it lets me be who I need to be. So figure that out. Because when you start following your passion, it's not one of those little cute quips that say, oh, if you find something you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. It's quite the opposite. You'll work. You'll work way harder than you ever would have if you were just doing some routine job. But the problem is the work that you do isn't drudgery. It's not a grind. It's what you love to do and it's your passion and it keeps you fired up. It improves your soul, if we can go so far and say that. Okay, I think you've got that. I think I've beat that to death. So here's my rule number two. Share your clients. Now that's tough. You guys are basically in a world, especially at some of the big gyms, where it's like piranhas looking for prey in the tank, right? Everyone out there has got their money to spend and you need to beat your friend the other personal trainer to that patient or to that client to get their money. And I'm telling you, it's not a long-term success. So I wanna discuss this for a little bit. Once you've figured out who you are and your specialty, understand who the other specialists are in your area. If it's not at your gym, it could even be across town. Find these experts and be cool with them. Despite you guys all being in the same page of the yellow pages and the Google search as personal trainers, they are incredibly diverse in different jobs. We talked about this earlier. The guy that works on meathead bodybuilders 
probably isn't the one that's working on Gladys, the elderly lady from the nursing home. So be cool with what to do when one of those clients come up. Let me give you a scenario. You're standing at the gym and the 50-year-old businessman that's type A driven, driving his red BMW convertible, pulls in and whips out a, a wad of $600 and says, I want you to be my personal trainer. And you know that's not your specialty. In fact, you don't even like those guys, but you got $600 staring at you. How does this come off? Man, I hate to turn away good money, but my specialty is more like these high school athletes and getting them to like jump higher and run faster. And I know what you're looking for. I mean, I've done some personal training like that, but you don't want the guy that can do the work. You want the guy that does do the work. I want to introduce you to one of my friends. He kind of specializes in exactly what you're looking for, and I think it's just gonna be a lot better fit. Now that's tough. You just turned away your money, and you just gave your bro over there the client of his dreams. So it's a lose for you at the beginning and a big win for your buddy, but it's more importantly, a big win for the client. Despite that client not working with you, he's business class. He understands professional through and through, and you just came through like a shining star. Another way to approach it is just tell the guy, hey, if you have somebody that you know that would fit more my style, I'd love it. I think I'm very good at what I do, but I'm also professional to the core. Well, that's funny. My kid's in high school and he needs to jump higher. How about this? I'm gonna go work out with your buddy over there and at the same time, I'm gonna bring my kid and three of his buddies and you're gonna work out with them at the same time. You think this is a crazy scenario? This happened to me at the gym I worked for all the time. So write that stuff down. Think about it, let it sink in. I hate to turn away good money, but my specialty is more like this. If you know somebody that fits that, let me know. But I'm gonna turn you on to one of my friends. And if it's not someone right down the hall, pick up the phone in front of this guy like a business guy would and say, hey, Tracy, this is Chad. I got a guy that came in here and he wants to do some personal training with me, but the more I talk to him and get to know him, I think he's more one of your type of clients. Would you be up for setting up a meeting with this guy? I think you guys will hit it off and be perfect. And at the end of the day, he's gonna get more results, more bang for his buck, and he's gonna be super happy. You got it? It's that easy. You don't want the guy that can you want the guy that does. All right, step number three, rule number three, be a pro. This job, this personal training thing, it seems to be like we all end up being like caricatures, like a bad meme sometimes. Watch dodgeball. You don't want to be that guy, but yet our profession seems to kind of like radiate towards that. So when I talk about being a pro, I'm talking about having a plan. If someone is paying you big money, and it is big money, if they're paying you that, you better not just show up and have your shirt untucked and look like a slob and be like, yeah, let's just you know, start at station number one, we'll do some leg extension, we'll just kind of run through the routine. That's garbage, man. They don't need that. And you have to realize, you're not just taking their money and being done, even if you're only gonna see them for a six week thing and turn them loose. You're competing every day with every other personal trainer out there, with every YouTube video, with every app, with every DVD system, with every, every celebrity and the plans they push. So if you wanna stay alive in this business, you better be a pro. 
And you better be better than that. It's not just about being better than the personal trainer that stands right next to you. I mean, you know you can beat your buddy. It's about being better than all of them. So have a plan. Write these workouts. Think about what happens a month from now. Think about what happens three months from now. Show them the progress. Tell them ahead of time what your plan is. Even if it's for the ultra noob beginner that doesn't know anything, I am going to make sure that you can talk the weight room game, the lifting game with all your buddies better than they've ever heard it. You are going to understand this. The days of tricks and scams and these little tips or running them through machines where you don't explain it the right way. Okay, we're going to put your leg at number four. We're going to put the weight at number 20. We're going to put this chair at number three. And if you don't sit just right, you know, you could really hurt your back. Make sure you don't just try to do this on your own. That stuff is dead and over. And if you're still peddling that mess, get ready because your career's at an end. You better put your stuff out for LinkedIn and start to figure out another job because you're a joke. These people want to learn. Now, if you have the people that just want to tune out, as I like to do sometimes, I'll hire a trainer and say, dude, I don't want to think. Just put your stuff together and let me run through it. But they better think about it. They better have at least an idea of what they're doing. They don't have to show every little thing to me. I don't mind anyone saying, hey, go grab that bar and lift it 10 times over your head. I love that stuff. That's a different thing than a half-assed approach that gets you nowhere. Next thing, show up. It's unbelievable to me in our profession as personal trainers that people just don't show up sometimes. They just blow them off. No, it doesn't happen in one-on-one training where someone's coming to your house, but at the big gyms, it was pretty common for personal trainers to not show up. And it was also common that the clients just didn't really care that much. It was just kind of part of it. They just kind of meander through their day, not having a plan, not having a workup, and all of us that were other personal trainers that saw it wouldn't step in to save the day because we didn't want to cut like our buddy's throat. But that's a joke. Do you think I would hire anybody as a therapist or another doctor in my clinic if they just decided not to show and did it multiple times? There's going to be emergencies here and there, but no-shows are a sure ticket for being done. Next step, spend some time. Get to know these clients. If they feel like they are being run through the mill, they'll know it. And they'll stay with you for a little while until the next best thing comes around or they decide they can do better. Even worse than that is if they quit. I hated the gym. I hated the personal trainers. I hated the money. It was never worth it. You guys have to find a way to be worth your money. And you can say, oh man, you know, we charge 70 bucks an hour at the club, but I really only get paid 15 bucks back an hour. You can't look at it like that. This guy is paying $70 an hour to be with you. You better blow his mind every single time. That guy needs to walk outside, get into his car, get on his Facebook and write, that was worth every stinking penny at a dollar per rep. Love it. So that's where you're at, guys. My last tip for you all is to get a realistic expectation of who you are. And that's tough. I love to be a personal trainer. I have a lot of respect for personal trainers. But what I have in my head and what you have in your head is not what the general public does. And when I put on my lectures, I do this for every profession. In fact, I wrote an early blog and podcast about this a long time ago. If you want to see what you're viewed as, as kind of the social norm, Google image yourself. Now, not your name. You don't just have to go write Joe Smith and Google that. 
Google personal trainer and see what pops out. Is it the girl helping grandma lift a pink dumbbell above her head? Because that's what they think of you. Is the meathead flexing, letting the weight drop on some guy's chest as he's flexing his pecs and winking at the cute girl as she walks by? Because that's there. And before you start to laugh and say, well, it's not fair. I mean, Hollywood's done a number on personal trainers. Guys, I'm a chiropractor. I built an entire website and I'm currently throwing as much content as I can because I don't like the image the world has as chiropractors. I don't want to be the pop and crack guy. I don't want to be the guy wearing scrubs even though we never get any blood or bodily fluids spilled on us. There's a different image and you need to be a part of the change and you need to be a part of promoting it. So no matter how good you think you are, that's not what the public's perception of you is. If you want a real eye opener and a real awakening, Google image your job. Now there's some good news on this at the end. When you Google image your job, that's also the person that you have to be better than. I mean, if it's a bunch of dorky personal trainers that show up, it's very simple for you to be better than those guys. So figure it out. Anyway, we've gone long enough. We're at about 17 minutes. I hope I didn't waste your day. I hope it made for a good commute. The typical seminar I do for that is usually around about an hour, hour and a half where we get some good discussion and stuff going. But for now, this is what you got for the podcast. I hope we stimulated you a little bit. I hope you learned a little bit. Get back out there and continue making this job one of the coolest in the country. I'm pulling for you guys. If you have any questions, tips, tricks, ideas, don't forget to get a hold of me on the drchadpeters.com webpage and especially on my YouTube channel, Chad Knows. Any additional comments, rankings, reviews. I love all that stuff, guys. Keep it going. I'm trying to get all this stuff growing and I want to continue doing the job this way. Love you all. Take care.